Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Sewing Out Loud. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And just a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode, you may hear some baby grunting. That <laughs> if any of you watch Stranger Things, it's just time for me to tell you that. My baby did the voice of the Demogorgon in that show. <laughs> yeah, this is definitely baby grunt. He's got some grunting things. I think it's he's so fat that maybe you can't breathe he, well. I'm not yeah, sure. yeah. He's like, <laughs> well, you know, your sister Lindsay used to do this funny noise, and we just called her the alien. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, I hope everyone's enjoyed my impressions of my baby grunting. We're like, excuse, you might hear, and then yeah. Anyway, all right. Well, we'll see. <laughs> So today we're going to talk about pattern placement, and I think what what has what has kind of sparked this for you, Mom? Because well, you, I think you there's there's it. been some things in posted in the self sewn wardrobe, our Facebook group, uh-huh. right? Um, and people saying, you know, how do I do? Another thing is the mirror image thing gets people really confused. You just skipped like your thought. Sometimes you. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're like things posted in the group. Right. There's things posted in the group. And Uh some of them have been, you know, how do I match stripes or how do I match plaids or what do I have to do here? Or can I cut this on the fold? Do I have to cut this on the fold? And then the next thing that I or one thing that I've seen repeated in the last couple of weeks is I keep cutting just a left leg. Uh-huh. Yeah, I have three left legs. What's wrong? I can't cut a mirror image. And I think we can talk about exactly how you can do that and yeah. not screw up. Okay, I do have to tell you. Well, let's talk about mirror images of, uh-huh. of pattern pieces when you're supposed to maybe cut two right. of a leg or something. Well, I think the one thing yeah. that can be a pretty much hard and fast rule uh-huh. is if you have to cut two of something. Yeah correct you either need to have right sides together or wrong sides together of your fabric that ideally that would be the way to do it and then you would get if i'm I'm talking if you're cutting two layers right so if you're gonna cut on two layers to get your two pieces Uh uh-huh right it had I mean, it's easy to think about because if you fold the fabric Uh it's gonna be right sides together or Wrong sides together. Now, the only time that this can be, let me let me come in here because okay. traditionally in fabric layouts, or excuse right. me, pattern layouts that right. you see in fabric, the selvages meet, right? Yes. Okay. 
And this is how patterns are, uh, pattern pieces are, are meant to be laid out oftentimes. And so if you put down a sleeve pattern and right or wrong sides are together, you're going to get a right sleeve and a left sleeve. That's correct. Okay, if you have done something like drafted yourself a pair of made-to-measure leggings uh-huh. and you have a thigh measurement, that's normally our biggest measurement, that is wider than half the fabric, yes, you might not be able to go selvage to selvage and correct. cut that at the same time. That's correct. So if you're if you can't do that, you can fold the fabric still wrong sides together or right sides together, leaving the fabric full width. Yes, lengthwise. If if, if you don't have a directional print or directional nap in that fabric. That's right. So that's, So you don't want the cars going upside down on one leg and right side up on the other leg. So that's one way that you could avoid that or you need to if you have to cut things out separately, exactly. okay, then you got to choose what's getting flipped over, the pattern right. or the fabric. Okay, and, and a way to do this is cut your one piece out with your pattern on it correctly, right? It, does, it doesn't matter which way your fabric is facing, actually, okay? It can be facing up where you've written on it or down or whatever. So place this pattern piece on your fabric. Cut it out. Then you can pin it in a couple places if you want. Uh Uh-huh. And then you can go and take that pattern piece that still has that fabric sort of attached to it, say. Yes, yes. And place it on the fabric with the right side or the wrong side together with that still intact. Yes, right, exactly. And you will get the mirror image. And you will have kept track of... Which, what piece it is? Yeah, what piece exactly. it is? If it's the left or the right, and that's yes. how that's how our body work, bodies work most of the time. When we have two body parts, like two arms or two legs, they we have a left and a right. And they're, they they're we, we tend to be somewhat cement, symmetrical, but mirror imaged. You know, if you look at your hands, your your thumbs are on the inside, that's and right. your pinkies are on the outside. It's not like your your hands are not, you know not the same. They're mirror imaged. And that happens. I, I think that most happens people. in the womb, right? You like you, the cells like fold, unfold, or right they, like, the way what, it's formed, whatever. Yeah. Okay, well, that's not. Terrible. Yeah, let's not get into like <laughs> the blast. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so that that's a really good point. That it's not always just as simple as hey, fold the fabric together because there can be right. uh, that issue. Nap and directional fabrics are a huge deal. You don't want. Like you said, the cars going right. upside down and right side up, or the the corduroy, you know, f- f- you know, goes one way and looks one color and goes the other, or you know, what's big right now too is crushed velvet. Now yeah. some crushed velvets don't truly have a nap because they're crushed. Yeah, they go in all. So you have to check ways. that out. You have to pet it and yeah. pet it one way and pet it the other and see. Or sometimes it's a sideways thing that's going on too. I have some crushed velvet right now from L.A. Finch. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so excited. So the the most or the safest way to go about this is yes. if you have to cut one layer at a time, whether this be because it's too wide, because you're trying to pattern match. What would be another reason, Mallory? You think you don't have enough fabric or I don't. what Whatever your reason is, and you think you have to cut out one layer at a time, cut it out with the pattern piece on it. Keep it keep attached to that one layer 
And then when you go to place it, you're going to have to do right sides together or wrong sides together. So that can kind of answer the question that came up about how do I make sure I don't once again cut out another left leg? And I have to tell you, this happened one time when I was teaching someone how to make ginger jeans. The ginger jeans pattern it's recommended to not only it's recommended not only to cut out a left leg and a right leg, but to alternate the twill weave right, uh, right. direction. Yes, okay, yes. yeah, it and is. I had somebody just kept flipping, like rotating the pattern piece, but not flipping it over. And luckily, they were a smaller person, so, and so we fabric. had enough fabric. I was like, well, oh no! But that's one reason, especially <laughs> if you're not experienced at this and not sure of it. To keep it attached to the fabric. Absolutely. That you've already cut out. And so if you want to, uh, another another technique, and this isn't particularly, I don't, I mean, kind of. Is this can, a Mallory technique or no, something? No, but oh. something that I did tell people to do with ginger jeans, which can be helpful, right. but you do need to double check, is trace onto your fabric. You can trace onto your fabric, you absolutely. still can screw up like that. Yeah, you but, still can. Yeah. But you could trace everywhere and cut and blah, blah, blah. Well, okay. you can cut your left leg out. Yeah. And, and you can trace it. on and, and you can have your pattern piece not attached to it. Yeah. But then lay that that piece you have cut out, mm-hmm. you lay it onto the fabric right sides or wrong sides together. Now, here's the risk in that, that you're going to stretch your fabric. Uh-huh. Okay. Or, By or, using or, it or as wiggle it out of shape or something. Or something. Uh-huh. You know, I don't worry about that so much anymore i'm pretty good at handling fabric you know i could cut out one piece and flop it over you know and do it someplace else so when i am trying to not just pattern match but let's let's talk about kind of a a different type of of pattern layout or pattern match let's pretend like i want both my sleeves to just look the same okay uh as, on a plaid or something, okay? Is so my, it, hold okay. on, wait, hold wait, on. Wait. No, oh, let oh, me oh, finish, oh, please. Oh, oh, oh. Let me okay. finish. Okay, yes, plaids can be directional, okay? Uh, but if you want to cut out two pieces that look exactly the same and they're going to go on your body, I will cut out that sleeve from the plaid fabric. I will cut it on one layer. If it's That's supposed correct. to be cut on the fold, I'll trace it so that it can be one whole big pattern piece. So wait. I will cut it you out. You would trace it onto your fabric? No, I would trace it onto tracing paper. Thank you. Okay. Trace it onto tracing paper. And then I will cut out the sleeve. And I do like to then use that sleeve as my pattern piece. That's correct. I will place it on the fabric until it, like, disappears. Right. Right? Until so you're it... placing the pattern that's on the fabric right. onto the pattern that's on the fabric. That's right. Now, it's possible that you can't do that. That's correct. If you have something that is an asymmetrical print. That's right. Okay? That you cannot make them match because they will only match if they're wrong side to right side because they don't repeat themselves. That's right. And then um, it's important to remember that when when I was talking about a pattern piece cut on the fold like that and that right. gets traced out and I set a sleeve, 
That would have been a sleeve that is a symmetrical sleeve. Not all sleeves are symmetrical. Right. Okay. So if you are cutting out that symmetrical, I guess I, I want to clarify this because I'm picturing like a a knit t-shirt sleeve made out of like a plaid knit. Okay. Right. That I can do that. But if it is a mirror image, then, you know, it can't if quite it's, do If same. it's a woven pattern, more than there likely the back of your sleeve Different. will have more room than the front of your sleeve exactly. because of the way your body moves. Yes. Because you have to have the ease in the back. Um. So let's take a message break and talk about when you can't match patterns after oh. this. Mom, this podcast episode is brought to us by the So Long and So Happy edition of the So Here Box. Oh my goodness, where did you get that saying? I know, somebody really smart must have thought that up. I mean, it just has so much... To uh, to offer there. That's right. You're supposed to sew, sew for a long lo- time. A long time or like goodbye kind of a little bit in uh, a podcast. Yeah, you're supposed yeah. to be happy while you're sewing. That's right. So the longer you sew, the happier you'll be. And, and then also just like so long. Thanks for listening. So long. Farewell. Wouldn't you like to wear a t-shirt that you made, that you self-sewed, that said so long and so happy on the front of it? Um, I... Could be very happy wearing that in t-shirt. the signature mint green. I think the hex. Okay, I don't code, think that's mint green. You I do. Go, I, um, no, no, it's I, light teal. Okay, well the hex code, whatever it is, <laughs> is like seven six D two C five. Just in case you want to look okay. at that on your computer. Um, and so anyway, if you would like to do that, then you should order the last so here box of two thousand seventeen, which you can do by going to sewhere.com slash box. Uh, our signature Keystone product in there is the custom printed fabric panel. There's another custom product they're going to be is. real happy with. There is. And we're not going to talk about We're no, not no, no. telling it's, you. It, if I can keep Mallory's mouth shut, it will be a total well, surprise. We might, we might like show it somewhere. Okay. Oh gosh! See, there's she can't. Plan- she cannot keep a secret like there's at going all. To be a special pair of scissors. Yes. There's going to be a, a couple of very special tools, tools in the box, and then some fun things for you to use yes. to customize our little custom things that we think of, and customize your sewing space and customize your life with fabulousness from sewhere.com. So uh, the sewhere boxes are set to ship between December 1st and December 15th. So you pre-order them now by going to sewhere.com/box. And choose So Here Box Shipping when you check out to get free shipping both in the U.S. and internationally. And I am not going to let Mallory add the number of boxes we ship out after we've already closed the orders once this time. She does that all the time. I swear, Sam and I are not going to let you do that. Okay, well, we're going to ship out a thousand boxes. No, (laughs) no, no, no. No, but seriously, there's only going to be 250 of them. And I believe at this point, we have already sold 100. So if you're wanting one for a gift for yourself or someone else for the holiday season, or if you just like to get everything um, that ZD and I make, uh, we will put a lot of care and, and love, a special love note uh, into these boxes. So go to sewhere.com slash box and order one today. Sewing out loud. Hey, y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? 
And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Okay, and we're back. So I don't know if people think that they're supposed to look like a coloring book or something when they make <laughs> garments. You know what I mean? <laughs> like the, the fabric, like they didn't right. cut the fabric like, like or the, something. Yeah, right. They're a paper yes. doll. Yes, or, yes. You, I know what you're saying. But you can't always like make all the stripes line up, guys. You can't it, always <laughs> match a plaid in a a. You know, a in a cap. sleeve that's going into the arm's eye. Or a it, raglan. People are always wanting to match I this, do that. This, like, the stripes on a raglan. Sometimes it can work. Sometimes it doesn't. Or you have to choose. I do it all the time. Where the yeah. where the stripes right. are going to match. Because the pattern pieces are at different angles. It still works. I well, Because they're at an angle. But then people want them to match when, like, you put the sleeve down to your side, No, too. that's not okay, going to match. Okay, that's what I'm trying right, to that's say. That's not going to match. They want it, they want it all your to, Your like, seam's going to match. Well, first yes. of all, you don't want it to look like that because it only makes you look wider, okay? You actually want a contrast so that you can see your body silhouette versus your arm silhouette. And I guess I just want people to know that if right. you're thinking that you could, like, make all your stripes match up everywhere all the time, that you would just look like a, a paper and doll. I also <laughs> see people want to do this on a placket on a, on sure. a shirt sure. or a sleeve on a shirt or a yoke on a shirt. It's not going to work a lot of times because on the on the yoke and on the the sleeve, the cuff, you have pleats in the sleeve. You have pleats on the piece underneath the yoke. So my solution is if I have a symmetrical plaid yeah. is I cut it on the bias. You know, I think it's okay to cut asymmetrical plaids on the bias, too. I think it still looks well, fun. Well, right. Well, the other thing you can do with an asymmetrical plaid to make it symmetrical, uh-huh. right, is it. cut two pieces. Right. And make it, you know, seam it some sort of like chevron okay, look or let's, something. Let's back up a little bit. I'm afraid maybe we're like talking over some people's heads for whom this might be a little confusing. So okay. let's back up to that sleeve cuff. Uh-huh. Okay. So... You have a sleeve cuff, uh-huh. and let's pretend it's, I don't know, 10 inches around just for fun. Right. Okay? So then if if that has stripes or that has plaids on it, you have 10 inches of that pattern. That's right. But your sleeve, most of the time, is going to be, is going to have a larger circumference, okay, because you said it has a pleat, right? And you're so going then, to bend your elbow and some... It, you have to have that room to that's, move. So that's why right. it's different, okay? Right. You have that pleat so that then the circumference becomes the same and you sew them that's together. Right. But does that make sense, everybody, how that can never match up the whole way around the cuff? Right, just can't. It could match up for a little while, right. but then that pleat happens. So why would you do all that trouble in matching up for a little while? When So right. that's what, so if I cut the top of that, the, the fabric, the, of the cuff that shows, the, which that would shows. be the top yes. piece mm-hmm. of the cuff on the bias. Yeah. Everybody's going to go, oh, that's going to stretch. No, because I'm going to have cotton organdy interfacing. And then on the back cuff, I'm going to cut it on the straight of the grain. There you go. So I'm not going to wind up with a, a wonky bias cuff. It's going to 
appear to be on the bias because it is, but it's not going to act like the bias because I've interfaced and lined on the straight of the grain. Absolutely. Great. Great. So we're wanting it to act like bias in terms of its look, but not in right. terms of its uh, right. function. The other thing, some people want to try and make collars. Yeah. Collars aren't going to match. match. And um, I don't know why they want them to match. I want to be able to see the collar. Once again, I want to see where the fabric changes. You don't want to look like someone just painted it. You don't want to look like you wallpapered it onto yes, the coloring wallpaper, book. Wallpaper. There yeah, we go. Yeah. It, it's like, or just, you know... To, you know, took this pattern and plopped it in by computer now, onto it or something. Okay, when you have your mirror images of like a left side and a right side of the yes. shirt, sure, you want your yellow stripes to match yes. up across yes. there. But you could also treat yourself to a bias button placket. That, that's I, that's what I do. That's right. what I – actually, I just like that look. I like it too. I think Because it's nice. if you really would match it perfectly, mm-hmm. you lose the vertical. Yeah. You lose the line. It, it blends you... in. So I would rather have the the bias look, the slant or whatever, mm-hmm. right, the angle, and it shows off my placket. It shows off the cut of my garment. Now, a collar, it will give the appearance oftentimes of being cut on the bias because of the way the collar right. pattern now, these kind of flares. when you cut that collar yeah. – the big placement thing about that is going to be that you want the plaids to be symmetrical on each side. When I say each of side, I mean, so, so yeah, yeah, you want them centered. So you're going to pick a center point and look out from it and go, is this symmetrical on each side? Because I don't want like a big hunk of plaid on one collar point and no plaid on the other, unless I do that on purpose. <laughs> and, and, you know... W- I always talk about know the rules before yeah. you break them. No, that's a really right. that's a really good point. So when y- you do, of course, want to cut your your collar, like your the top of your collar, the right. part that the chest, collar that you're going to see, it's going to be on grain, and you are going to want to um, make sure that that is symmetrical. Now, right. a tip that you give, and that was recommended in a pattern that people asked about. This is like a year ago, I swear. Was that a, a lot of a lot of patterns will recommend that you cut the under collar on the bias because it rolls so nicely. I believe we talked about this maybe yes. in the bias podcast yes. just just a week ago or so. So that's not going to be symmetrical. Well, here's right? what I would do. Uh huh. Okay, is if I wanted to make it symmetrical, especially if I'm going to flip my collar up or something like that, and oh, I want a symmetrical look. Collar. I will wind up seaming in the back of that so that when I flip it up again, my plaid or my whatever my design is, we're, we're talking plaid because I guess it's the most complex. It's a good, it's a good yeah. Yeah, one to But so about. that it looks the same. In fact, I actually saw one on um, uh, Jane Fonda. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, that's an expensive blouse because they so thought it out. And she flips her so collars a lot. are you watching Grace and Frankie? Yeah. That's like what they put Jane Fonda in. I mean, She is in like the same pattern, guy, the same yeah. shirt over and over and over I again wonder, if you really look. But they all look different. I know. But I wonder, and this is so, this is kind of like rude of me. I'm like, does Jane Fonda not like the way her neck looks? Because they've got her in these like. Well, it, looks it like- is. It does give you a youthful look if, if, if yeah. you, you, your you neck is neck. aging. But it also. Also slims you. Mm-hmm. Um, I read a whole article on the costumer for that show, uh-huh. 
And she even said, Jane's got this one look that looks, she looks so good. And oh man, I don't know who does her hair, but I want my hair done by whoever does her hair. It looks pretty good. Yeah. And then um, Lily Tomlin, it's funny because she buys a lot of her, Lily Tomlin's clothes. Lily Tomlin is very, um, she's a hippie. Yeah. Uh, Artsy. So, right. So she buys a lot of her stuff apparently at resale shops. Right. The junky jewelry. Yeah, the chunky jewelry. Excuse me. She's very bohemian looking. Yeah. You know, clogs, you know, and then Jane is sort of the antithesis of her, right? Okay. She's, so she's tailored and, you know, put together sort since of. Since we brought up Grace and Frankie, yeah. I just have to give a shout out to podcast listener Susan. Yeah. I hope she's still listening because she had uh, emailed and said she enjoyed our podcast and sort of asked for a little bit of like advice on, you know, like what dressing, TV show to watch? No, no. like dressing like <laughs> yes. a character from Grace and Frankie. Oh, okay. And so I. Who does I she had, want to dress like? We, we, we talked about this. I think. I don't watch the show. Is Kathy Bates on there? Did you say she, she was guest starred? On, I believe she was on there at one time. Yes. Yeah. So, we, so anyway, time. I gave her some recommendations. I don't want to get into it because it doesn't right. really go along with the the podcast topic right now. But I just want to say thank you, Susan, for listening, and you all can feel free to email us at any time. Uh, so pattern matching too. Right. Uh, tips for matching that stuff so now you know that you don't have to match it all the time or that it's impossible to match everything right. all the time or sometimes you're better off like i said you maintain Not matching the it. line of the design right. if you you know if you match that button placket you lose the look of the vertical line of the button placket so if you do want to cut out on the fold or cut out on two layers mm-hmm. okay what do you do to keep stripes and stuff lined up well you'll you'll have to pin them yeah, you know, you'll have to to lay that fabric out. You'll have to go, and what I so let's see if I can make a, a draw a, a, a picture, a, draw a picture <laughs> in your mind of this. So I I choose where I'm folding. Yes, and then I will fold that top layer back, uh-huh. right, and then start pinning it, and you know, then as I fold it towards the selvage again, right, I fold it back yep. from the selvage, you know, towards the the um. The fold. The like fold, the, the, yeah. right, right. Uh-huh. And then, so, you know, you have to pick landmarks. And I say landmarks because a lot of your tribals are not a stripe, but they're a design laid in a stripe pattern. Man. So, yeah. And, okay. <laughs> and beware of the tribals, everybody. Yep. Because it will, you will think, oh, it's, it's, say you've got, Design row one, design row two, design row three. Yeah. Right? And for some reason, you think that that somehow it's, so it's not one, two, one, two, one, two. It's one, two, three, one, two, two one. three. No. Sometimes it's well, one, two, right. three, two, one, one, right. two, three. So yeah. it's directional. For sure. It won't look it. Or, it can be, yes. It can be such a trick for you. Yes. Okay, you really have to look. And so when Mallory said, like, you can fold end to end, you may not be able to do that right. on the tribal. That's you correct. may have to cut that fabric and lay it, you know, slice it and then lay it on top of itself. Um, sometimes, I'll just bring this up because we get off on tangents. With the tribal fabrics, I'm a little, I'm, I'm a little uncomfortable. You sound aggravated. Yes. I think to myself, as I've grown and learned about 
how sometimes fashion designers or textile companies have taken advantage of traditional design like, textile mm-hmm. work mm-hmm. and then not given credit to those communities right. or, or really sort of like sure. taking advantage of them. Sometimes I see myself looking at those and I wonder, like, does this mean something to someone? Does this that, that can I don't, be that can be scary. No, I yeah. know. I, well, it is, and I mean, some some of those some of those traditions have very deep like religious roots for those cultures, and I'm like, I want, I just don't know. And you know, I, I've I th- seen some people design too, who I'm like, I. You know, did you just see this in a magazine? Right. Are we paying the right kind of like respect, or am I like never supposed to wear something that I think is pretty because it might be sacred? Okay, now I, I have know. to go like throw out all of my pants. Well, because Mallory's got me like I, worried that. <gasps> do you I know about know. my elephant pants? Yes, I do know. About Can I tell my story pants? about my? Well, elephant hold on. Pants? I okay. want to give this the respect it deserves. Okay. I guess what I'm saying is this is something that I'm still exploring. Uh, if you know anything about this, let us know. Uh, I I haven't been able to find like a lot of definitive like a library of of things. I've shared some articles in the newsletter about these tribal right uh, traditions, um, and then saying tribal traditions like what are we talking about? Are we talking about Native American? Are we talking about uh, the uh, Maasai tribes? All who kinds of tribes really right. been uh, taken advantage of by the high fashion industry. Right. Uh, so anyway, that's but yeah, go ahead and tell also Valerie sounds a little paranoid, but. I do. <laughs> right. But, and some of these things, I think, are just like sort of zing tangles that people have like sat down and doodled. That's so, true. That's true so, as well. Right. Yes, that is true but, as well. Um, so, okay, tell your elephant pants I story. guess if there, there could be a disclaimer. Well, well, here's one thing. Other things are things that are written on fabric in languages you don't understand. I remember having this like <laughs> French fabric with that had something French on it. And I said to you, what does this say? Because <laughs> I was like, you know, I don't want it to say like big, huge butt. And I make it like and put it on my butt or something. So I don't know. We had this, uh, right. I think a lot of people had this French fabric. And I could understand the it words. It was home deck. Yeah, I could understand the words. And I was like, oh, it says this and this and this. But you know what? Then we showed it to our very good friend, who is a French expert, right. Sarah. Sarah, and she said, "Not only are the, is it those words, Mallory," she says, "but this is a La Fontaine story, oh, and that's okay. like yeah. that's like one of the main fairy tale writers in the French tradition." And I was like, "Oh, so there's like, so you think you know the words, but do you know the context? Do you know the meaning? Blah, 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 right? Do you blah, blah. really know the meaning? Okay, okay tell your so elephant, elephant story. story. So, I had I had bought." I bought a pair of ready-to-wear leggings. Yes. And I did buy them because I was out of town. And I needed a pair no of leggings. No excuses needed, ZD. I, 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 you know, but these were really cool. I probably would have bought them anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay? And they fit really well. Okay? Uh-huh. So I bought them. I wore them for like a year. I thought that they were like... Paisley or something. I don't know. Well, they have like they're a watercolor background. They've got a watercolor background, and then they have a print on top of it, you know, and all this. Okay. And they're, they're just, I thought they were like mandala-like or whatever, right? Right. Okay. And I'm in class, and she's like, okay, and move into a forward fold. And I move into a forward fold, and I realize that when my legs are together... And I'm in this forward fold that I'm looking at an elephant head <laughs> upside down. And I'm like, oh, this is like the coolest thing on earth. They printed this so that when you put your legs together, you had this elephant. Like, you know. So 
all of a sudden it occurs to me, we're hanging there for quite a while. We, you know, shake your head, do this, whatever she's telling you to do. All of a sudden it occurs to me, what if the elephant's butt (laughs) is on my butt? And I've been walking around like with an elephant tail coming out of my butt for a year. And I I did not realize Well, the way you're describing it, it sounds like there could be an elephant trunk coming out of your crotch too. But that's not what they look like. Anything. So immediately when, you know, we got up or whatever and, you know, she said, take a break. I turned my butt to the mirror and no, they were symmetrical. So the, the head was on the back. But here's what I want to let you guys know. As much as I know about fabric, as much as I've worked with fabric, I wore these for over a year, washed them, folded them, put them away, all this. And And I did not know it was an elephant head for like a year until I turned myself upside down. Okay, I have my own pattern story. It's not quite the same. But do you remember? Mine is probably better. Yes, it is better. But do you remember I bought a pair of shoes one time? Oh, yeah. This was funny. We were in Ireland on a school trip. I was very lucky to be able to go on this trip. And so I like bought a pair of shoes and yay because I love shoes. And I came home and I'm wearing these shoes all over the place. And I just thought that they had like these flat, this like flowery applique on them. And they did have a flowery applique. Yes, they did. And then I said to my sister who I was living with at the time, I was living with Lindsay. I think I said something like, I can't find my shoes. You know, those little like ballet flats and, you know, I, I need to find them. I want to wear them in this outfit. She goes, oh, the love shoes? And I was like, what are you, why do you call them that? You know, she's like, she's like, you're looking for the shoes that say love on them, right? And I was like, what are you talking about? And I find them, okay? And they say love on them. They do. They have these two like stitched out appliques. And so they're not symmetrical, right? No, they the, weren't. They're not mirror imaged, okay? So one of like on the right shoe, it's like L O V E from the outside in. <laughs> and like on the left shoe, this is me looking at it, you know? And then uh, on the left shoe, it's L O V E from the center out. And I'm like, holy crap. I didn't know for the longest time that these said love. And I kind of, I didn't like that about the shoe. I don't, she's not liking them because they I say love. Like, I don't really like a lot of, like, things that say, like, you know, cute on them or, you know, whatever. I Pink. Mean, I or love, hottie or, I love yeah, whatever. I love t-shirts that say so long, so happy on them. Yes. But, uh, yeah, so I, it was pretty embarrassing that I didn't know that they said love on them. And L- Lindsay is the daughter with the least, who is least likely to wear a pair of shoes that are sparkly with floral appliques. Yeah, it's a love. On them. Okay, <laughs> you know, Lindsay wears, she shops, uh, you know, in like the men's department right. for pants and shirts and stuff. And uh, she She does that, not have designs on her shoes. No, she no. Did, they don't say love on them. Uh, Yet so, apparently she, she is she much can, more observant than the she can read. So anyway, yeah, that was pretty hilarious. Okay, I think we may have gotten off a little bit on the pattern placement. I well, just, I guess it goes to show you too if your pattern placement is a little bit off maybe you won't notice (laughs) also you're going to screw up oh yeah pattern placement yes oh you even talked about flower boobs well i was just gonna i was kind of talking about fussy cutting okay right because sometimes you're not trying to match but you're you may be trying to avoid right (laughs) yeah like you know, a daisy over one boob and a daisy over the other, which we call the pasty look. Yes. Right? Or in pants, I have seen this too. And I, you know, there's there's been online some of the uh, 
those uh, leggings, leggings yeah. where they show the hot dog is coming out of the crotch. Or the or, Eiffel Tower. I love the yeah, Eiffel Tower. I'm like, sure, it's a phallic symbol, you know? Like, absolutely, especially on these leggings. That's <laughs> right. So, or, you know, whatever you want coming out of your rear end or, yes. or whatever. So, you know, you may, if you have something that is very graphic like that, and especially large and noticeable, you may want to be doing some fussy cutting. So you may not want to cut on the fold either. Right. Because you might not know what the other side is going to look like if if you, you know, you may want to cut those out separately. You know what and, I, and they call that fussy cutting because it's the placement of the pattern on the pattern. Right. You know what I did, what I screwed up one time that you pointed out to me that I <gasps> thought was great. That was I the made, floral. Yeah. I yeah. made this floral dress. Actually, there's a, there's a video of me somewhere in this floral dress stepping through an embroidery hoop. And so it was orange floral. And the it, it wasn't, I don't know that it was like a directional stripe necessarily, but what it did have was, of course. But it was a repeated pattern. Yeah, it was a repeated pattern. It was kind of a wallpaper pattern is what I would yes, call it. Yes, and I cut out the center panel of this princess seam dress, and I just cut it out on the fold, and I didn't think about it. And you were like, hey, there's there's a point where this pattern sort of dips down, like this right. the flowers open up or there, you know, and you're like, you should center that when you right. cut that on the fold. And I was like, duh, like I'm an idiot. Like I, <laughs> now, and, and some things you're not, I mean, I guess what I'm talking And you don't have to, right, but right. it would have made it look nicer. No, on that particular thing, yeah. I think it would have looked better yes. centered. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is what we really need to talk about is, observing yeah so do i want to am i worried about this pattern if if it there are things i want to be asymmetrical yes yeah you know, there are things you know if you have a border print obviously it's down towards the bottom or yeah. whatever or, um so you need to think about how, about how you want that to circle look skirt, huh? yeah that's right we can talk about the controversy it's called the controversial controversial skirt. skirt if you want to know about that story you just um look up uh Search for controversial skirt in the self sewn uh, wardrobe. wardrobe, and You'll that find it. will come up. Yep. But so think about the pattern and what you want it to look like. They're also out there nowadays, like ombre uh-huh. type. So ombre means that you fade from one color to the other, or you fade from a lighter um, concentration of color to a darker, to a darker, or vice versa, or whatever. And some some of them fade. Back and forth, back and forth. And you may have to consider that a stripe in what you're doing. And I personally, what how I like to dress myself, I like to put lighter colors across my bust and darker colors across my waist. So if I let's pretend I have a big wide black and white stripe. Right. I'm me, I'm gonna try to put that white stripe across my bust and the black across my waist. And then I got white again, like around my hips. And this is because I like to make my waist look small. I really like to do that. Uh, so, Well, I think you, the other thing about stripes is people say, I can't wear stripes. Right. And I think you can. Oh, yeah. Um, I think everybody can. And one thing to give yourself um, courage with stripes is to chevron them. So you can take that fabric and, you know, on the front of your body or whatever, the front of, of your blouse, you can chevron those stripes so you're actually cutting it on a 45 degree yeah. bias, and give your true bias right, and give yourself that look. Yeah, and you and you know get used to those stripes. I also, I really have never, I've never looked at somebody and been like, 
horizontal stripes make them look so much bigger. Like, no. there's not a ton you can there, – there are some things you can do. Of course, if you're trying to, like, manipulate the eye around your body, right. of course. But I honestly think that's kind of a big myth. And the other thing you can do – you were talking about chevroning them. Mm-hmm. Or if it's, like, a T-shirt, just cut the front on the bias and have them – Falling exactly. down from your shoulder to right. your, uh, you know, hip area. Or I've cut both on the bias, yes. front and back. And mm-hmm. I think I think that's like a nice look. I really like that yeah. look. If you if you don't want to look, if you think it makes you look blocky or, or square or something, but if you like the stripes, wear them. Right. Don't let or, somebody tell or you. Or you use can. the stripes for an accent till you get braver. Yeah. 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 Do that kind of thing, or just stripe your sleeves, or just stripe your cuffs. Or, I really or don't think that's some place where people should feel super uncomfortable. I honestly don't think people should feel uncomfortable wearing almost anything. But you know, you know, let's jump back because some people are making the um, Oxford shirts or the button-down shirts. Yeah, what I call them. And we didn't talk about stripes a lot. So on stripes, you might want to match that placket, and you might want to ma- the, and you might want to match the pocket. But when you get to the cuff, I go the other way. Yeah. Okay, so my stripes are perpendicular on my cuff. Right. And it's basically the same way on your collar. Right. Um, and the same way on your yoke. Right. Because if you make them go the same direction, you just get confused and in trouble. Well, and it does make it easier. I mean, like... Yes, you know, but, it, too, but it honestly okay, will... It, it'll you know, look better and it's easier. Right. I, I mean... <laughs> And you you want the cuff to look like a cuff. Right, right. So, yes, you're going to run it the other uh, way. The other thing, you were talking about using uh, bias. We're totally just all over the place. We did not outline this episode. It's fine. Uh, but Like we do all the others, yeah, of course, yes. I, I, I've enjoyed seeing the shirts that have the under in my cuff lining, under cuff, whatever that's called, and the under collar be like a solid. A solid. When, well, and I like cuffs and collars that are solid. Yeah, I think yes. that's a ton of fun. Well, Don't be or, afraid to do that. Or a complimentary uh-huh. print. print. And we, you and I just had a short discussion <laughs> about people trying to mix every print that's in a line you don't have to do that. You don't have. You can if you yeah. want to. It and seems and to be very if popular. if you're if you're afraid of it, maybe you shouldn't do it. Because <laughs> I've seen some pretty wicked looking things where I'm like, oh man, I can't even stand to look at this garment anymore because my eyes are just going all over the place. I mean, it can be fun. I'm all yeah. one for. I love fun prints, but yeah, it seems to be a kind of a thing now to just like combine every single. Well, I don't like to wear quilts. You yeah. know, I, I sometimes wonder if that comes out, hangs over from like the quilting industry where they make a line of fabrics. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Where six or seven go together so the person can go in and, you know, cut them up and make that quilt out of those six. And then somebody thinks, oh, well, you can do a dress like that. Well, you can. It you doesn't can. mean it's going to look great. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to look like I'm wearing a bedspread. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, it's just not what I want. Maybe you do. Go right ahead. Well, you, I, I have expressed that I like certain fabrics that look sort of like wallpapery, yes. home decky. I like, like home decky. I use a lot of home decking garments. Sometimes you don't like those as much as I do. But, you know, it just, just right. saying that we have, everybody has different tastes. You know? I'm very geometric. Yeah, you're a little bit more architectural. Yes, yes. Okay, well, 
There's pattern placement. If we haven't covered something, ask a question. Or if we've really screwed you up, I'm so sorry. Uh, you can ask a question in the group. You can email us. Maybe we can do a pattern placement number two for all the pattern placement things we missed or didn't talk about. But it just was on our minds be, be, due to a lot of the, right. the posts in the it group. Came up. So. Okay. Well, uh, thank you all for listening. You can get a hold of us at Mallory at SoHere.com or on Instagram. We are ZD Sewing Studio. And Mom has her own Instagram account. She's just... ZD Donahue. Okay. But <laughs> how it. about that? You know, I and it's not just sewing. It has my other stuff in it. I don't have my own Instagram account. I oh, just, yeah. I just have the business ones. So I see. All right. Well, they cost so much to maintain. Yes, exactly. <laughs> hey, everybody. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com.